Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Wow, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. Hey, happy day to all of you. I got like a smile on my face. One of my favorite people is joining us here today, Dr. Susan. Dr. Susan Shumsky, who I have had. And, you know, one of the things that I love is I love her background. If you're watching us on social media, Facebook, or if you're watching us on YouTube or uh, the, the AM 1150 live stream, it doesn't matter. If you go take a look at her background, you know, I'm really struck by one, how many of her books I know and how many of them I have interviewed her on. I'm just just really struck by them. Not all of them, I will say, uh, but it is not just about that. What I what I really love is there is there is this unwavering commitment to be out there and help people understand that there is a way of life that, despite what your circumstances and how you're looking at your life or what you're in the middle of. She has been able to come to the to, to the forefront and say, this is what we can do. This is what we can learn. Best-selling author, multiple books, over 20 now, um, multiple countries, multiple editions, uh, over 40 prestigious awards. But that's not all she does. You know, writing a book is not the end game. See, that's a lesson that a lot of us have gotten, right? Writing the book is not the end game, but what the book does to change a level or a vibration or to really say to somebody, this is really the way we can help other people, because that's not all she does. You know, she travels, she studied, she takes people on exquisite retreats. And like me, we're not about to quit. We're not about to give up. As a matter of fact, there are some days I wake up and I think I'm just warming up. Today, we're going to talk about her latest project, Prosperity Meditations, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. And we have several copies to give away. Dr. Susan, it's great to have you. Welcome to the show. I am thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I, I, again, I called your book a project. Um, and the reason I call it a project, because of course it's a book. Of course we know Prosperity Meditations is a book. But one of the things I've learned over time is there's something that goes into creating something like this. And it sort of takes on a life of its own. I want to ask you this question. You know, I gave a very brief introduction of you because I could spend the whole show just talking about your conviction, your commitment, and that you have been out in the forefront helping people understand the multidimensional nature of spirituality. But I want to ask you this, this book, uh, about this book and your journey and where you are. 
the time we're living in now is explained by so many people. I shared with you the story in the grocery store or the woman I met. But for you, something got you fired up to write this book. I want to know what touched your soul and what you called upon from your background to bring us this particular book at this particular time. You know, it's been a very rough several years for so many people. And this book really can help us to move forward with conviction, with a sense of purpose, with a sense of power that we can change our lives, that we can make this happen, that we are not uh, desperate, that we're not uh, incapable, that we can change our circumstances, that we don't have to fall prey to depression, to despair, that we can actually do something, that we can just say yeah. a few words and those potent, powerful words can transform our mind instantly, that we can meditate. And in that, in that course of meditation, we can settle down to inner peace and feel uh, one with spirit, feel that we are loved, feel that we are not being abandoned, feel that there is a higher power that is always with us that can comfort us at any time and that we can turn to in this in the times that we're in right now where so many people are struggling yeah i got to tell you i want to hold up the book and jacob i'm pretty sure you have it benny you're pretty sure you have it here's what i love about this first of all thank you for joining me and thank you for writing this book I have gotten more books. I've been doing this 20 years. You know that. You were on my show way back, right? <laughs> Haven't changed a bit, have we? Um, but what I love about this is I get a lot of books and, and very few books that I get, especially that have the word prosperity in the title, hardly mention the word prosperity in the body of the book. I think I, I'm going to take a bet on this. Benny, hold me to this. Jacob, you guys can hold me to this. I'm going to bet that this, this particular book, Prosperity Meditations, because you did not shy away from this word, has the word prosperity in it more times than any other book I've ever read. <laughs> you know what that I mean? That might be true. That might be true. I, I think it is true. You know, even the books that have prosperity on them, when you open the book, the chapters aren't named this. And I went through this book and I was, it struck me after reading it yesterday again. It, you know, the first time through, I didn't pick it up. But the second time through, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. She's calling that chapter what? Oh, prosperity life partner. See, you didn't have to. And I know right. publishers, they're like, why don't you just call it life partner? No, prosperity life partner. Right. <laughs> okay right you prosperity you in all areas of life that's right. the point yeah but you know what i mean i yes, mean honestly I you get to a chapter here in this book right it's the physical health chapter <clears throat> and generally they just say physical health because the book is this but you're not like that you're like prosperity physical health <laughs> talk about the energy yeah right I, I got you on this didn't i 
<laughs> you did. You did. <laughs> it's so refreshing. And I don't know if you had to fight to have that in the table of contents and have that in the chapters, but the bottom line is because you say it that way, it embeds something cellularly. I have to ask you, I know you must have done that on purpose, and I know you know the importance of that. Tell us about that. Yeah, the thing is that people are, uh, when it comes to prosperity, it's like, oh, no, oh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to claim prosperity. That's bad. That's not Christian. That's not uh, what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be uh, self-sacrificing. We're not supposed to be prosperous. So this is the the anti uh, non-prosperity <laughs> book <laughs> well i love that you did it you know back back in the day i got to say back when i was just not even understanding consciousness not at all not like in not for a hot second and i think i was in the middle of my doctoral program and i had just moved to seattle had a very very rough time lost my job, looked like my life was coming apart, packed everything up, moved to a place I had one friend, uh, left left where I grew up with. And I got here and met a, met a couple of people and somebody handed me a book. And the book they handed me, I looked at it and I started to read it and I said, this is the hokiest stuff I have ever <laughs> read. This has just got to be a whole lot of you know what, right? little yeah. cynical on my part. It was called, there were two books. The first one was called The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity by Catherine Ponder. And then the next books was about Millionaire Moses or something. And I thought, she's right. <laughs> we have this view of money that's not based on truth. Right. <laughs> and I just started, I, I, I mean, I did have to get through a lot of what was in there because I really wasn't, I wasn't awake and aware but when we go back in time and we look at the people that walk this earth, by all standards, right? If you want to throw inflation in, people that own that kind of property, they were wealthy, right? So how did we get from like that to the idea that we shouldn't believe in prosperity, we shouldn't believe in abundance, we shouldn't believe in ourselves, we shouldn't believe, we shouldn't believe. Okay, take us on that journey, because later on, we're going to get right into the book. But <laughs> how did we get from that? And, and I want to know, let's change this up, because we got to help a bunch of people today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we've been brainwashed since birth to believe that wealthy people can never be spiritual, and that spiritual people certainly should not be wealthy. We've been brainwashed to believe that if we are truly people of God, if we are truly spiritual, that we live in poverty. And, you know, that, that brainwashing, unfortunately, has caused many spiritual people to have to struggle financially because they have this belief. The truth is that spiritual people, people who have the best interest of others in mind, people who want to uh, help other people, people who want the world to change, people who want to see peace on earth, people who want to see prosperity for all. If people like that, the spiritual people, which is people like us, if we had more resources at our command, we would have more power to do good. 
So those of us who are spiritual, who want to improve the world, who want to create peace on earth, who want to create prosperity, we should be wealthy because yeah. if we are wealthy, we can do more good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're taking a page out of the playbook of what I listened to this morning coming in. You know, I listen to a lot of people. I listen to people from the Christian religion, the Buddhist religion. You know, of course, my table tennis partner is Hindu. I, you, you know, so I, I love it. And I, I grew up that way, right? You know, I love to listen to Rabbi Ted. I mean, this is just something I love, right? This morning, it was Joel Osteen and Joel on the radio, right? And every yeah. time I say this, I get 100 emails. I'm telling you this right now. Here's what I get in an email. How could you support Joel Osteen? And he doesn't support the, LG, he doesn't support the LGBT community. Oh, okay. okay. So here, here's the thing. No, he's changed a little bit on that because just so everybody knows, that was one interview with Oprah. And... He invites everybody to his church and you don't have to like the religion to like the message. So let's get to this. Isn't this part of our problem that we throw the baby out with the bathwater and we don't listen to the messages? And when you listen to a guy like that, who just said exactly what you said, but he took a half hour to do it. <laughs> this is what we got to fuel for people. Because we are compromising on our dreams, Susan, uh, Dr. Susan, right. and you are not in here. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I love Joel Osteen. He has a great message, always upbeat, always talking about self-empowerment, always talking about how with God, all things are possible. I mean, I just love his message. I love tuning in on, on TV to watch him. And, and I'm not... Uh, in that religion I'm actually not even Christian right but <laughs> that's what I was just trying to say <laughs> the reality is I was born Jewish and I'm more of a Hindu than anything else I call myself a Hindu so you know, what can I say but I love Joel well come on look Sarah Main is an ancient Sanskrit you, you know you know Sarah teaches ancient Sanskrit timeless and I, I wear it and this is my point prosperity has no limitations and it has no boundaries from where you sit today and from what you've written in here including including the thing in here on meditation for true self-expression because honestly without that i don't even know how we open the door what do you think our greatest obstacles are right now what do you think holds us back for you, you heard me mention Ted Lasso before we came on to Benny, that I binge watched Ted this weekend when I was working. But there was a sign over his door, and it was called Believe. I was really struck by that. And yet at the same time, from your perspective, what seems to be the things that get in the way of us truly enacting every one of these meditations what gets us in the way maybe even enacting one of them <laughs> what gets us in the way is our own self-doubt our own lack of self-acceptance lack of self-worth uh, being brainwashed to believe that we must be humble that we must uh, self-efface these kinds of messages that we've learned since birth 
have caused us to have a kind of conflict, a self-conflict. There's something inside of us. Oh, yes, I want this, but I want that. But, you know, I don't deserve it or I'm not worthy or uh, I'm, I shouldn't be a brag, braggadocio. I shouldn't be that powerful because if I'm powerful, that means that I'm uh, egotistical. I mean, it's just all these messages that we've learned that block us. Yeah. And the great thing is that it's possible for us to remove these blockages and to create a life of greater abundance, a life of, life of greater prosperity, not just for ourselves, but for everyone, for the entire world. In fact, the last part of my book is about prosperity for the entire world. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Susan, I want to ask you this question because I, I, I'm a little torn. I'm a little torn. Um, grew up in New York. Know what it's like to commute into New York. Very familiar with Wall Street, you know, pre and post 9-11. But let's talk about Wall Street pre 9-11. Uh, how many movies were made about Wall Street? <laughs> Just say it. <laughs> Just a few movies. And, and, and yet, I get this thing that comes across my desk this morning. Talking about greed. You know, the fact that the millionaires and the billionaires and the word greed. And I, I stopped for a minute. And I asked myself, that, is that true? Is that true? That's because a good I'm, question to ask yourself. It's a really yeah. good question. Because when we generalize like that, when we generalize like that, and when you create a governmental system, which says our foundation is based on unlimited wealth. How do we get from that conversation in equity to calling it greed? And you know, the word, I hate even saying the word, because, but I have to say it because I have to say it because I think it is a counteraction to prosperity. I think there is this dynamic energy, right? Almost paradoxical, prosperity, greed, prosperity, greed. And I wanted to ask you about that because I think people get confused. Put the spiritual thing aside. The next thing that gets us hung up is if I make too much money, that's going to show me as like, I'm greed. That's greed. I'm greedy. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's one of those false beliefs. Once again, the idea that there are people who are greedy and many people, many just everyday people will look at people who are wealthy and in fact, there is a kind of subconscious jealousy of those people. And so, of course, we have to say, oh, well, they're greedy. We have to, we have to put them down because then we can feel superior <laughs> because we're so self-effacing, because we're so holy and we're so spiritual. So greed, the reality is those, of us, those people who are vastly wealthy, they have a lot of power. And they have a lot of power to do good if they so mm -hmm. choose. And in fact, they are supporting hundreds or even thousands of people with their, whatever it is, their company, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, people who have jobs because, yeah. <laughs> because of them. And, uh, and often those jobs are something that is very beneficial to humanity. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, this is really for me, the conversation, because this is when we come back from break, I want to talk to you about this, because there is a struggle. There's a struggle. And let, let's just just call it what it is. You know, the first part of the, our conversation together is really talking about what comes in the way for me. You know, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the energy of prosperity, and especially in your book, Prosperity Meditations and what it means. Um, I came across a lost recording the other day because I moved. Now, you know, I've been doing this since 2003, and I've interviewed a lot of people. And there are a lot of people that I've interviewed that are really okay with the movie The Secret and all of that. Esther and Jerry Hicks were not. And I interviewed Esther and Jerry Hicks. It had to be 03. I don't remember the years, Dr. Susan. But I found two. I got to say CD, but people listening, we're already in a generation where they're like, what's a CD? (laughs) (laughs) Don't let me mention eight track, Benny. Um, (laughs) Two CDs, not in any sleeve or anything, in really good shape. When I unpacked my collection of records and albums and vinyl, two Esther and Jerry Hicks CDs that were lost, were never aired right before they pulled out of The Secret, the movie The Secret. And I thought to myself, I wonder why this is showing up for me now. I wonder, I wonder what's on here that I am to listen to. And yet, part of our decisions has to be based on integrity. And to really take, take, to really take a line out of the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, good words, good deeds, you know, right? But this is the question for us to really look at now is we are all meant to do good things in the world. There's a reason I, and I haven't listened to it yet, but there's a reason that you're here, that you wrote the book. There's a reason why we haven't given up. How do we reconcile the calling to move forward, to create a better world, and the self-doubt that would cause us to play small, to play not to win. How do we reconcile that? Did you want the answer now or after Yeah, let's answer that now. (laughs) Uh, How we reconcile it. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy for us to change that brainwashing for us to change that collective consciousness, which has informed us that we are small and that we should remain small. And it takes effort. It takes doing something. And so, you know, you have to start somewhere. So I think that starting with some meditation, some affirmation, some prayer, some mantra, the things that I include in the book, Prosperity Meditations, that's a step that we can take. It's an actual practical step. Yes, we can do something. We can change our attitude. Attitude is everything. Um, As we think, so we become. Mm -hmm. Uh, The very first verse of the first chapter of the Dhammapada, which is probably arguably the most important Buddhist scripture, uh, Buddha says, all that we are is the result of what we have thought 
although we are, is the result of what we have thought. And if a person speaks or acts with a pure thought, then happiness follows him or her. If a person speaks or acts with an impure thought, then unhappiness follows him or her. Mm -hmm. And so what he's saying is that we are creating our own destiny, our own reality through every thought, every word, and every deed. So we have to start somewhere, starting with speech. Start with what you're saying. What are you saying? Uh, Jesus said, we are not defiled by what we put into our mouth. We are defiled by what comes out of our mouth. So we start by saying words that are positive, that empower us. If we say, oh, I'm so unhappy. Oh, I'm so poor. Oh, I'm so overweight. Oh, I'm so uh, miserable. If we go around saying that, that's what happens. That's what will manifest in your life. Yeah. If we go around saying, I yeah. am wealthy, and I am this healthy, is what I, do, I am ben, happy. I want to take a short break. We'll be right back with Dr. Susan, Dr. Susan Chomsky, for those of you just tuning in, tuning in Prosperity Meditations. But I want to read this before we go to break, Benny and Jacob, if we could, because I think the dedication of her book really says it all. It's so beautifully written. It says, this book is dedicated to all the precious spiritual souls who visualize a world free from hunger, suffering, and poverty, a world of abundance for all humanity. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to take a look. I have to tell you, I don't think she's left anything out. And we spent a lot of time so far talking about our limited thinking. And right out of the gate in the book, there's an entire part one on unlimited thinking. Unlimited thinking, unlimited good, unlimited health, unlimited love and unlimited planet. When we come back, we're going to talk with her about all of this and how fun the word unlimited is. And I'll tell you what the name of my corporation is when we come back. Let's take a short break, everybody. Dr. Susan's here. Go to drsusan.org, drsusan.org. And we'll tell you how to get a copy of the book. And Benny will give a copy of the book away. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Your own innate brilliance already lives inside of you. Come discover it so you can shine brightly in this world. Join me, your host, Adrian Cobb, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern during Wild Magic on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get answers to who you are and where you belong. To learn more about me and the show, visit MyWildMagic.com. Again, that's MyWildMagic.com. It's time to tap into your divine self through angelic guidance. Join your host, Cindy Smith, and co-hosts in The Angel Empowerment Show, From I Can't to I Can, airing every Monday, 6 p.m. Pacific, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn from four of the best angel empowerment practitioners in the field. Together, they will share experiential teachings and offer live, on-air professional angel card readings, and much more. For more information, visit CindySmithAEP.com. Do you get stuck in that someday attitude, living the same day over and over again with no action? The Becoming You Show, big ideas that inspire, impact, and influence your life with Leah Rowling is for you. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Central on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This show will have you feeling inspired to take action with purpose and intention. For more information and to get in touch with me, visit www.LeahRowling.com. Power up with Dr. Pat at a new time. 
The Dr. Pat Show is still bringing you talk radio to thrive by now at a new time. Listen and watch live on KKNW and the Transformation Network Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Stay tuned for new perspectives, powerful conversations, and epic transformation. For more information on how and where to find Dr. Pat and the rest of the Transformation Network hosts, visit thedrpatshow.com. Take control over your future. I'm Lisa Belts, and I'm here to help you realize your true potential and become unshakable. Schedule a completely free introductory coaching session with me now to see for yourself how I work. Get the divine guidance that you need to transform your life for the better. Go to lisabelts.com and take that step towards transformation. That's L-Y-S-A-B-E-L-T-Z.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's so great to have all of you tune us in, turn us on. It's great to be in this beautiful, beautiful Monday as all of you are getting around and getting your day going on. Um, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We would love to give a, a copy of Dr. Susan's book, Prosperity Meditations, Everyday Practices to Create an Abundant Life. Everyday practices are extremely important. 1-800-930-2819. Dr. Susan, can you tell people all the different ways they can find out about you? But more importantly, also give them a sneak peek about what you're you're up to here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a couple of websites, uh, drsusan.org. Drsusan.org is one. And another one is divinetravels.com. That's plural on the travels. That's D-I-V-I-N-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-S.com. And yes. the, the and, travels. And that yeah. is, you know, so also what we're talking about is, you know, what I mentioned earlier, if you, if you could just go ahead and mention it, which is not just the fact that you're writing a book or, you know, but you do other things. And, I do, yeah. Right, a lot of other things. And remember <laughs> what I said earlier on, the book is not the end game, although it might be for some people if you're J.K. Rowe. But, well, that wasn't even the end game for her. That's true. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you about this. There are many other things you're doing. Can you give us a, like a sneak peek, if you don't mind, in what you're planning as we move yeah. forward to 2023? Yeah, it's interesting. I've been writing a screenplay. Uh, about my book, uh, which is um, Maharishi and Me Seeking Enlightenment with the Beatles Guru, wow. which is above my head. If you look, you see, see Maharishi that. and Me, yes, and you also see another one, The Inner Light, How yeah. India Influenced the Beatles. So <laughs> writing a screenplay about the Beatles in India, that's one thing I'm doing. I've cool. appeared in a film called The Beatles and India that's very popular right now. It's really kind of gone viral, this, this film, which is just bas- basically a documentary about the Beatles in India. And I'm, I'm, I'm in that film really quite a lot. And also I produce these seminars at sea, these holistic seminars on the ocean. And at divinetravels.com, you can find out about the ones. I have four of them scheduled for 2023. So, yeah, I'm very busy all the time. It's good. There's always some lots of projects on the table. But, you know, this is what I love about it is because, you know, we've sort of been 
some people call it a holding pattern, especially people that are in our industry and in our field. But now is the time to bust out. And that's why I want to get to, to your book. Very, very interesting when I opened up the book. Um, and I didn't expect to see this laid out like this. And then I looked at it and says, oh, of course, unlimited thinking, unlimited good, unlimited help. Uh, and yet almost every chapter is prosperous awareness, prosperous empowerment, prosperous. <laughs> it's just beautifully done. And I wanted to ask you, help us connect the dots here for people. Because a lot of times we say prosperity and it's money. And then we feel bad about that, that we didn't say prosperity meant money to create a better world. But it's all energy. Tell us about the energy of that. And then you're also going to take us through and do some reading. Yeah. We, uh, yeah. Tell us, do we need to be aware? And what is awareness in the prosperity vernacular like? Right. So I... There's something called prosperity consciousness. <laughs> and I'm actually going to just read from the book because it's better for me to just, the definition so well laid out in the book. Prosperity consciousness is an intrinsic subconscious belief that you deserve to be wealthy, healthy, cared for, lavishly supplied, and wildly passionately happy. True abundance is infinite joy fullness, contentment, wholeness, and repletion. So that's my definition of prosperity consciousness. And the purpose of the book is for us to develop prosperity consciousness on, in all areas of life, not just money, yeah, not just career, but health, relationships, even world peace, you know, prosperity for all. Yeah. You know, you and I were talking this earlier about Joel Osteen and I happened to plug into, I don't know if it was like on the TV this morning. I don't know what it was, but what, what he was talking about, and I want, I want to really get to this because this is so important. You know, what he was talking about was the fact that this is really our birthright. I'm paraphrasing, of course, this, this, your book, what you're talking about, this is a birthright. Right. And what he was talking about was we are born into this world miraculously, you know, human birth and what we grow up to be is miraculous. We live in a universe that we can't even define. That's how abundantly prosperous the entire universe, right? We say universe, but we don't even know what that means. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like universe. But I want to ask you this. Let's talk about prosperous manifestation, because this, I think, is the hiccup of the year for a lot of people. They have given up their notion uh, and their ability that they can manifest the life they want. Uh, yeah. And, you know, one thing about, uh, for example, you, you mentioned the secret uh, when we were on break. And uh, one thing about the secret, and I think it's a failing of the secret simply is that uh, people make a kind of a shopping list. Okay, these are my goals. Da, 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 da. Here's my goals. I'm just going to, I'm going to manifest this goal, this goal, this goal, this goal. So yeah, and then we manifest it. <laughs> okay, and then we think, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be like this. I mean, 
why did I, why did I manifest this in my life? And now look at, I'm suffering because of this. So that's why it's really vital for all of us to, before we make that shopping list, to first find out why we're here, what our purpose is, what our mission is, why we were born in this body, and to actually ask spirit, to ask our higher self, what is wise, what is highest wisdom for me to manifest before we make that shopping list. And then once we know, oh yes, I'm. this is my purpose. This is the track that is best for me. This is highest wisdom for me. Uh, yes, it's best for me to manifest this relationship is best for me to manifest this career we know which path to go on once we have that uh, in mind then creating that shopping list great and then we miracles start to take place in our life when we start taking baby steps in that direction of manifesting that which is of highest good for us that which is in tune and in line with our true purpose our true destiny so then we can truly manifest a miraculous life. Yeah. And those of us who are in despair, those of us who feel depressed at this time, who feel, uh, what can I do? I feel so, so un uninspired and I feel so unempowered. What we can do is just, you have to start somewhere. That's why I wrote this book. Here's a place where you can start, where you can actually begin to, oh, you can't even see that unless I put it here. Uh, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we can start by just taking the first baby step and first baby step is, okay, let's say this affirmation. I am in control. I am one with God. I am the only authority in my life. I am divinely protected by the light of my being. I close off my aura and body of light to the lower astral levels of mind, and I open to the spiritual world. Thank you, God, and so it is. And in five seconds, however long it took me to say that, in 15 seconds, we feel transformed. All of a sudden, now we feel more empowered just by saying a few words in a confident voice. So you have to start somewhere. And I think that starting with affirmation is a great way to start. Exactly. And, you know, this is the thing, too. When I got to the, to, and I want to just jump ahead now. I want to talk about some of these other things because everything you do ties into what you just said. Right. I mean, you and I have known each other for a while now. You know, I, I was commenting to you that I was looking at your background and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I interviewed her on that. And I think I interviewed <laughs> her on that. Didn't I interview you on the Beatles India thing? But here's what's interesting. This has got to be in the air. Um, I had to provide Benny with um, a, a show. We were doing the best of because I ended a time spot and I pulled my interview with Yoko Ono. A very rare interview. Oh Nobody really gets to interview Yoko Ono. And I pull this and I listened to this interview that I did with her. My gosh, it had to be maybe 18 years ago or so. And it was so full of love. It was so full of forgiveness. It was so full of what we do in the world. And I want to ask you this because 
this chapter on prosperous pathway and purpose, I think is the greatest challenge for people. I think this, this Congress, and I'm, I, I was shocked that you actually called it this. Thank you for doing that. Prosperous pathway and purpose. See, that's available for everyone, isn't it? But yet we don't think so. Well, you know, <laughs> if you want to really have a fulfilled life, if you want to really reach your potential, I mean, nobody can really reach the ultimate potential, you know, which is, I mean, I shouldn't say nobody can, but it, that's a big thing. But for us to realize our true nature, yes, we can do that. For us to find out why we're here, what what our uh, what are what is highest and best wisdom for us to accomplish? Yes, we can do that, and we can do that through a couple of ways. One is affirmation, but most importantly, is through listening to our inner voice, through learning how to communicate with our higher self, and how to ask and receive guidance inner guidance. So that's why I've written, there's a couple books I wrote about that. One is called Divine Revelation and another is called Awaken Your Divine Intuition. And these books are really key for helping us to discover what is highest and best for us mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to listen to that inner voice and follow it with faith. Uh, there is a part in the book where you talk about prosperous lifestyle. And do you remember the show that was out, something of the rich and famous? Yes. Like, you know, the show lifestyle where they take of the, lifestyle, lifestyle of rich and famous. Of the rich and famous. So many great. people were drawn to that. And so yeah. many people in our community were not. Right. And I brought it up on a show. I can't remember who I was interviewing where I started to talk about that show. And within 60 seconds of bringing that up at the time, the counteraction to that was, well, life isn't about that, right? right. And I thought, why not? Exactly. Why is life about that? I don't understand. <laughs> How are you and I going to talk to the people that are listening to this show now or later on or downloading it and not saying that? it's all part of the pie right? right 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 well can you talk about this particular chapter because first of all it's very rare to see this prosperous lifestyle together but you did this on purpose tell us yeah. about what this looks like what does dr susan a prosperous lifestyle look like give us your view of that yeah well, it's an unlimited lifestyle. It's a lifestyle in which we are fulfilled, where we feel wholeness, where we feel joy, where we feel unlimited happiness, unlimited power, unlimited uh, money, unlimited uh, purpose and passion for whatever it is we're doing on a daily basis. <laughs> So all of that is a unlimited lifestyle, prosperous lifestyle uh, in, in terms of not only money, but also in terms of our relationships, uh, how we interact with other people, how our career, what our career is, the meaningfulness of our career, the measure of meaningfulness in our career, which is 
tied into our true purpose. So all of it works together to create an unlimited prosperous uh, life. And if, if it is highest and best wisdom for us to be fabulously wealthy, great. Then we create that, you know, I want to get right people have different purposes in their lives. They do. But I love this because, oh, okay. Everybody wait for it. Wait for it. Luxury vision board. I love this. Right. I love this. Yeah. Um, Because to sit down and do this and thank you for, for where you put this in the book, because we had to get through the other chapters to get here. But this is so hard for people to do, Dr. Susan, right? You know that. You know, I was on a kick about 10 years ago, challenging people to use the word opulence. And I got some ridiculous, well, not ridiculous. I got some very interesting feedback on where I was and what has happened to me. And why would I use a word like that? But tell us about the luxury vision board, because this is like, I love this. This is so cool. Yeah, um, I talk about vision boards and also vision scrapbooks yes. in the book. And I love the idea of the vision scrapbook. I've, I've made vision scrapbooks for myself at various times. And the cool thing about the vision scrapbook is that each page on, in the scrapbook will have a different theme. You know, one page might be about relationship, uh, maybe manifesting your perfect mate and companion. Uh, the next page might be the home that you want to live in, that you envision would be your ideal home. So you create that page. And then another might be your career, for example. Another, another page might be your spiritual life. Another page might be health and well-being. So each page in your scrapbook deals with a different kind of part of your life. And just putting pictures in the scrapbook, the pictures that you download from the internet or that yeah. you cut out of magazines, uh, words and affirmations that you can put in on the page. Also, you could do a depiction of your higher power. For example, if you're Christian, you might put Jesus up on the top of the page and maybe draw some rays coming down to the things that you want to manifest. So I've had some interesting manifestations from using the vision scrapbooks and vision boards. In fact, one time I had uh, done a, one of the pages, which was a perfect mate and companion. And, and I was looking at the scrapbook, just looking at it, just thumbing through it every day and speaking out the affirmations. And I did that for a while. And then I kind of put the scrapbook away. And then years later, I came across the scrapbook, the vision scrapbook, and I opened it up and I was, I was just gobsmacked because on that, uh, because the page of the, uh, the guy that I had cut out of GQ magazine and plunked onto that page because I was attracted to that physical type and I put it on the page. I had just uh, been in a relationship for about a year with a man that was the spitting image of this (laughs) GQ character. I was just amazed. (laughs) Well, you know, the reason I'm asking about this, and we've gotten creative, I remember my first vision board, right, you know, and how wonderful it was and how creative we can get. I put it on a gold canvas, very large, uh, I think it was like a three by three canvas. I had lights on it, the whole thing. And now what I say to people about this is, you got to do this in a way that works for you. Now, what I do with this, and I'm going to update, upgrade mine 
is I do mine digitally. I literally create a collage in, in PowerPoint and then I create right. a movie. And once I, I'm in the video world, right? So this is easy for us, right? <laughs> so I create my thing and then I create a movie because now I have like a little MP4 that's on my phone. And I can like, when I'm sitting down, I can play that movie and I can watch it. See, we live in a world now where we can bring these positive messages and bring them to light. But here's the yeah. thing I, I got to just tell you, because I love you actually use the word money in the book. <laughs> I love money and money loves me. Exactly. It comes to me often and stays with me always. One of the but affirmations from the book. And now you gave you gave us my favorite. I, Jessica and I are going to talk later, but you gave me my new favorite two words: money pipeline. See, in the sales and marketing arena, we use the term pipeline, but now I got a money pipeline. Um, <laughs> help everybody here that's listening. I want everybody out. You all listening to this? If you're listening, it's okay. Like this is money pipeline, money pipeline, money pipeline. If you're having a hard time saying that. This is going to be the book for you, but this is brilliant. Tell us for those that are listening today, how we get from wherever they are to that money pipeline energy. <laughs> it's such yeah, turn, a cool phrase. I love Turning this. on the money pipeline. I yeah. love it. Yeah. The idea of uh, visualizing that there is a money pipeline that you can turn on and then simply turning it on. <laughs> That's how easy it can be because we can create anything. We are creating everything. There's nothing that ha has ha ever happened to you. You have only happened to yourself. That means you have created everything that you are experiencing. The circumstances, the situation that you're in was created prop com completely unconsciously, by the way, not necessarily with intention and conscious nest although we can change that we can begin to create our destiny uh, with purpose with conviction and we can begin to create it consciously and with absolute conviction in mind uh, i have an affirmation i'd like to share which will be helpful uh it's called um prosperous self-determination okay this is a good one I am in charge of my destiny. I am the captain of my ship. I steer it to my highest good. I have the power to change course at any moment. No one creates my fate other than myself. No bad or good omen determines my fortune. I am 100% responsible for my destiny. I give no power to anything or anyone outside of me to create any negative experience for me. I am not a victim. I am a volunteer. Nothing, nothing ever happens to me. I only happen to myself. No person, place, or circumstance can possess me, hold me in chains or bondage, or prevent my good from coming to me. I belong to God and to myself alone. Through the power of free will, I now consciously make my own choices. I now consciously seize my own opportunities. I now consciously write my own script. I now consciously manifest my own good. I now make my own destiny, my own fate, my own future, and my own life. There is nothing beyond my grasp. 
if anyone can have it, I can. If anyone can do it, I can. If anyone can be it, I can. Through my faith in God, all is possible. Thank you, God. And so it is. I love it. What a great way to bring this full circle. And you know what, with your permission, we're going to pull that off and we're going to circulate what you just did. Uh, certainly, certainly to give, uh, you know, to give acknowledgement for the book. Thank you for doing this. Also, thank you for not leaving health, prosperous health out of here, because you and I know this. Honestly, yeah. six months after starting the show, I came down with the mystery disease. It oh was goodness. one of the most challenging things in my life and one of the best things that ever happened to me. Dr. Susan, last question. Please give out your website, let people know. And what's the personal message you want to leave us with today? Okay, so the website is drsusan.org, drsusan.org, and divinetravels.com, divinetravels, that's plural on the travels.com. The personal message is, Every one of you is a mighty, powerful, divine, spiritual being, and you have unlimited consciousness to create an unlimited life. And anything that your heart desires, you can manifest. And it's a matter of focus, of believing, having faith, but it's determination, persistence, and resolve that's going to take you to your goal, whatever that may be, whether it's a spiritual goal, whether it's a mental goal, physical goal, a money goal, whatever the goal is, you can achieve it. I love it. Dr. Susan Shumsky, everybody. The book, as we've been showing you, is this one. We didn't even get close to really hitting all of these. And I want to say this to everybody out there. Everything's in here from self-love to spirituality, to how to manifest, to how to create a better world. And Dr. Susan, you did such a beautiful job. Thank you so much for joining us here today. And thank you for inviting me, Dr. Pat. So good to see you. Great to see you again. <laughs> Benny, thank you for pushing all the right buttons that you do. Jacob, thank you so much for just putting this stream out across the Transformation Network. Uh, and the question did come in. They heard me say that my company's name was on Yes. It's unlimited possibilities now is the name of my company. Wow. Been that way for a really long time. <laughs> great. Before I even had a clue about anything. DrSusan.org, Dr. Pat here, Benny, Jacob, all of you make yourself a fantastic day. We'll see you next time.